Game over, boys. Hello and welcome to another episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. We're here for the second installment of the adventures of Rengar, Morvin, Gorgonbort and Barnabas and I can't wait until you have a team name so I can stop saying those four things in a row. But we'll get there. The ladle makers. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you always come up with these silly ones and I'm just like, is that what you want to be called? And you're like, no, nah, we can do better. <laughs> so we cut in now in our party who is just awakening in their quarters at the Quandad Academy in Wissonia's walls. As you awaken, you, Morvan and Rengar, coming in from your study session slash um, reminiscing with your past, and you find uh, Gorgonbort scribbling over some plans, tongue out, charcoal in hand, drawing feverishly on some parchment atop his bed, Baron Barnabas still asleep. As the sun permeates through this circular chamber, you can see all four of, or both of your beds, Morvan and Rangar, seem to be made. Gorgonbort's still a mess, but um, the kitchen seems to be completely bare of cutlery, save for a few forks and knives. You open your pack, um, Gorgonbort, to put some of these designs into your pack, and you can see magically spoons. Huh. Well, now I can add spoons to my design. <laughs> You hear a voice inside your head say, spoons would be good. You gouge people's eyes out with spoons. Yeah, well, I'll leave them in there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> you hear him say that I, out loud as you two walk in. I must have done this in my sleep. Mm. Uh, awakening from your dream of this massive spirit monster gobbling you whole after spoons stab you in, the, in every part of your body. Mm. And you open your bag and see spoons. <laughs> <laughs> Morvan sees the reaction, smiles to himself and walks back to his bed. Rengar starts. Donning his armor and accessories and sorting himself out for the day. Okay. So as you guys come together, uh, you are met at your door with Borbengort, your guide and academy member. I look at the clicker and I'm like, I didn't, did I click this? You did not summon me via the clicker, but I assumed that you would be in need of some guidance. Most visitors are of a morning. Was I wrong to assume? No, no, perfectly fine. The designation I had been given by Baron Barnabas was Bourbon Gort. That one, yep. He looks to you and if a robot could smile, looks at all of you. Where will we be heading upon this bright morning? There is some confusion within the dorm. It seems that something is stressing the students. Let's go see what is uh, stressing them and let's de-stress them on our way to go find uh, this uh, blacksmith. If they're just preparing for an exam, we don't need to de-stress them. Let's just make sure that they're stressing for the exam. Yeah, is, and it, not a, anything is else. it a stress like of a foreign Oh, major? it is of the highest variety. There is a game of Mage Tower today and some of the players has fallen ill. They're trying to replace them quickly as possible. We must yeah. help them. Explain Mage Tower. Mage Tower is a game played by two teams. It is inter-college sport, and the winner of said game gets bragging rights. Now, the Quanted Academy is usually a top-tier team, but our starkest rivals, the Everneth Academy, well, we, we think that they have some substitute, sub, subterfuge, subterfuge has occurred. Some of our team members have fallen ill. 
basically the goal of the game is to make sure that the mascot of your chosen team remains atop the mage tower. If the other team captures it and takes it back to their mage tower, they score a point. Magic is allowed. Is physical violence allowed? Physical violence is frowned upon, but not illegal. The sickness, is it a, does it look like it may have been given to them? Or? I'm not a medical robot. Understood, but... It is only hearsay, and it may just be hysteria coming from the Quandid in light of the recent Mage Tower game. But, personally, it is not above the Evidence Academy to sabotage. The only thing that... We could help is maybe help recuperate or solve the little mystery, oh, no, but really be able to help we can't. No, we can get bonked with these students. <laughs> How long do these uh, games go on for? The game is played over two rounds. Two rounds often lasts for as long as 20 minutes, but sometimes it is cut short if a mercy rule is applied. But is it like daily? If I come back tomorrow... These games are scheduled well in advance. Let's there is one game per college academy. Let's see if they'll have us. Let's let's see if we can't participate. Bragging rights for the school. Uh, I understand some of the people here are interested in improving their relationship with the school to access. Well, Morven was more interested in helping their little mystery of subterfuge and see if it was a sickness that could be quickly alleviated. Sometimes injuries occur during a game of Mage Tower, but all I mean, in uh, the name of good sport and fun. Okay, well, it's Siraj on the case for healing these individuals, or I'm sure you have a plethora of uh, mages that are adequate with healing powers that can sort these star players You out. misunderstand, Master Rengar. I was simply acknowledging the fact that the common room is in hysterics. I did not in any way imply that you had to get yourselves involved. It's not a problem at all. I just thought maybe we could help, but that's... uh... If you wish to help and you wish to get yourselves involved, by all means, it will improve your relationship with the Academy and most likely the Staff Mage and definitely the College of Wanded. But if you have bigger, he quotes, fish to fry, (laughs) then by all means... Well, shall we, in, since we're already in the common room, can we just ask, pull up a student and say, what's the story? Like, why are they All right. Sick? As you exit the door, you can see that the common room is in proper hysterics. You can see four of the five team members of Mage Tower are just buckets in hand spewing into these buckets. You can see that they've got, like, um, these, these towels across their head. They're getting steamed, and you can see that there are various student mages around just trying to, like, cast spells to try and make them better. You watch as one girl says, does anyone know Greater Restoration? Can somebody Greater Restorate these guys? We need to go to the other academy. The Zandra Academy should know. Maybe they'll help us. They hate Everinth as much as we do. And then you can see, like, there is just, like, people moving this way and that way, and you can see the captain of the team, it seems, is standing there in full Mage Tower uniform, and he's just sort of scratching his head. He's got this red hair that seems to go down into this mullet, and he says... Well, looks like I'm down to uh, to recruit. Looks towards you as you come up and question him. And what, what do you say to him? Uh, this sickness, is there a way that we could quickly heal your team members? How much time do we have until you need to be the game? Well, Quandit Academy is mostly uh, aligned with the elemental arts. Healing's not really our thing. That's more Tazis, but uh, 
some of us do know the the old healing word, and that doesn't seem to alleviate these symptoms. It seems to be something more, well, medical. I'm not a doctor. I'm a mage tower player. Look, if you can help in any way, I don't know who you old guys are, but if you could uh, sprinkle some magic, guys. I need my players today. We gotta beat Everinth. Can you do anything? Anything at all? Um, if you guys want to, you can roll a medicine check. That looks fatal to me. That's a two. Barnabas, you say to these students that they're going to die, and all four of them just mid spew <laughs> stop and look towards you, and you can see one of the girls can like starts to cry. And she says, I don't want to die. Blah, continues to spew. Uh, what did you get, Gorgonbot? Fourteen. Okay, so the rest of you uh look and as you move your way over, Morvan, Rengar, and uh, Gorgonbot, you can see empty dishes that seem to be surrounding their uh, dormitories. And you can see it's the same sort of platter that was given to you guys last night with the alligator oh. tail. Uh, common case of food poisoning by the look. And as you look at it, you guys probably know it'll pass within 24 hours. Should have had crocodile. Question. Goodberry. They heal HP. Mm-hmm. They don't really have any other properties. They don't restore any sort of disease no, or anything they like can't that. Really, yeah. What about uh, <laughs> potion of healing? Is that purely hit points? Or It'll be yeah. hit points as well, yeah. So this is more like a um, greater restoration. A disease or a lesser restoration Poisoning. sort of situation. Do we have anything here, boys, to help these guys out? Or I just looked at the captain like, you might have to forfeit this one, mate. Like Forfeiting's not an option, my dude. Okay, well, have you got four other players? Surely you have backup because it sounds ridiculous just having... He looks players. around and says, like, counts. Well, maybe I do. <laughs> maybe I do have four other players. You guys have played Mage Tower before. Ooh. And he looks at you all and he says, mm, you're a little old. We have not... This uh, is a young man's game. If we play, there's no guarantee that there won't be deaths. Uh, some of our whoa, body is a bit... Uh, <laughs> Headstrong <laughs> when it comes to a melee, and if the blood gets up, you can consider them trapped. Once I get into the <laughs> field, that's, that's a headstrong. Or thing. intimidated heavily. Um, at that, he looks towards <laughs> he looks towards Baron Barnabas, who he assumes is your leader, and says, "You got to put a put a leash on him, man. His his mouth's going to get him in big trouble. Look, if you guys are mage orientated in any way, your strength will be a great plus." If you want to play for the Quandit Academy today, I'm sure we could dress you down. We can pretend that you're students. Nobody will ever know. You said we're old. They we said, are, dude. They said 20 minutes. 20 minutes adventure, in and out. All right. Done. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Come on, let's roll. Who's seen Rick and Morty? Give me the rundown. <laughs> How do we help you here? Right. Uh, so for the Quandit Academy to win, we have to get the Everinth mascot onto our side of the Mage Tower. Sure. The Everinth uh, mascot is an inkling. And we have to bypass their mages in order to do so. The people that score the most points by the end of the timer, ding, ding, they're the winners. What do the players do during this game? What's the typical? It's simulated combat, so you can cast as many spells as you like. Damage spells are usually nullified by referees. Violence is, um, and you hear Bourbon Gort say, frowned upon. And he looks towards you and says, frowned upon. Ha. So you said violence. What about like... Uh... I don't know, I'm striking and just... Um, the casual elbow never goes astray. Yeah, I was going to say, is there any way we can... You look like you got a forehead on you. You could hit somebody real hard across the nose bridge. 
We allowed weapons, or what's the uh... weapons is strictly prohibited. Yeah, well, what about the fight uh, of strength? Good old fireball sort of magic. Or damage that... spells. Does he listen? Damage spells, my man. Damage spells oh, nullified by the referees. What but is... if it's nullified, what does it actually do to the players? Like nothing. So there is no <laughs> spell cancelled. Gone. Only damage though. Other spells that. Well, if, if you were going to set fire to a part of the field, perfectly legal. If there's a player within that radius. I wouldn't go there. You know Fireball? My man. And he holds out a fist bump. Morven uh, puts his hand over it to shake it. All right, guys. I reckon we might have this in the bag. What class? What is classified as a weapon? Uh, anything bladed, anything blunt. What are you thinking of using? Blade. <laughs> Spoon. Oh, uh, well. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> secrets. You keep your secrets. Look. If you guys are willing, we can uniform you up and we'll we'll get you out there in five minutes. The uh, game's going to start in ten. Yeah, let's do it. Right, let's let's do it. smash this over. I'll All right. I've got a cape. I'm feeling super. Yeah. You watch as this guy stands on top of the table and you can see his robe sort of flows out un, uh, underneath him, this red and blue robe, and he puts his hand up, his red mullet flishing in the candlelight, and he says, Members of Condred, our saviors have arrived, and he points to you guys, and you watch as they all sort of clap, and you watch as a, a spew permeates through the common room, and you say, yeah. All right, these guys are going to be the heroes of the day. He jumps down, and he says, uh, what was your names, guys? Franco. Morven. Bog and Bort. Barnabas. And you hear Bob and Bort. <laughs> Bobby. Uh, sorry, little guy, it's a team of five, and you watch as he just, like, visibly <laughs> look, looks down to the floor. Um... As, as Rekai keeps clicking to try and bring him. <laughs> you watch as this fella looks towards you and he says, uh, my name's Freylan. So if you need me on the field, just call out Freylan or Frey, whatever you want. What do you specialize in, Freylan? Elemental arts. Yeah. Okay. I'm a... Uh, What's your incapacitatory spells that you have? Well, I'm more of like a, uh, a battlefield mage, you might say. So I, I erupt the terrain to uh, better suit our advantage. So, um, you know. Or make it more difficult for them. Well, that that's the idea. If we make it more difficult to them, I'm considered a, uh, how do you say, an avant guardian. Cool. Uh, so, for the purposes of this, we will say that you, sir, are a splendor mancer, if anybody asks. No, no. You create beautiful magic. Uh, you will be another uh, splendor mancer. You look like you're, it points to Gorgon Board. You look like you're pretty, uh, Pretty adept, magically. Yes. Uh, Surrounded in mystery, love your secrets. You've got to be a mage. Frey, I never knew that I had magic. Well, today you do, son. <laughs> today you do. He points a, a <laughs> hand on your shoulder. <laughs> he looks to fun. you, Rangar. He says, well, uh, you can be a, a flame shouter. Sure. Flame shouter, you know any fire spells? Nope. Can't What's your speciality? Ah, uh, ice. Yes, uh, storm piercer. Storm pisser. Piercer, you oh, can be piercer. a storm pisser after the game. <laughs> and you, Chunky, you're a geo sculptor. I feel geo sculpted already. Well, you do have. You definitely look sculpted. Stones endurance. So. He's got some some rock hard muscle. Anyway, let's go field. And you watch as um, he moves you guys over to that central portion of the uh, common room where uh, Borbengort exited yep. the other day. And you can see on the other side of it, there is a teleportation circle. Cool. You all stand upon it. And as you guys stand out there, Frey in front of you, as the four of you sort of uh, stand behind him, the last words he says to the academy is, 
We'll see you at the field and you watch as it sends you straight down and you guys are immediately shrouded in blue light and then you awaken uh, and in a flash basically to what looks like a locker room. And as you're sitting around in the area, you can see four uniforms are presented, uh, all of them sized towards students. Uh, it would probably fit Morgan, Morvin, sorry, and Rengar pretty well, but Gorgonbort and uh, Barnabas, you guys are going to be looking like yesterday's suit. I'll wear my uniform like a cape. All right. <laughs> I will add it to the cape I already have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you watch as, as if it's like a long wedding dress tail or whatever that, those things are called, a train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll say you have like the, what are they called? The the pin, the dual tail things, the yeah. piano, piano players' um, coats. Um, so you watch as Gorgonbort puts one of them on, completely unbuttoned down the front, looks rad as fuck. <laughs> and you watch as you two put on your uniforms quite um, quite comfortably, uh, Morvan and Rengar. You watch as Frey enters this almost like trance-like situation. You can see there's like arcane lights around his ears and he seems to be like bopping his head along to some music that only he can hear. It's like getting in the zone. Table car. Uh, what's that? Table car. <laughs> <laughs> no, Trivium. No. <laughs> Uh, at that, you watch as he sort of stands up and he just like lets out the massive woo, like, whoa. All right, we're ready. Mage Tower, it's on. Puts his hands in. Let's do this. This my, time, Morvan puts his in. fist in. <laughs> <laughs> as you put your ladle in and the cold still hits his hand, he's just like, nice. <laughs> Points towards you. excited child, this one. Let's do it. All right. And at that, moments later, you begin walking down this tunnel. The boys are back in town playing in the background. Uh, and you watch as the door opens up to this large circular uh, academy-like ring and you hear the roar of the crowds. And the crowd you can see is is permeated in different coloured banners. You can see red and blue on one side of the stadium, black and white on the other. And you can see that there are arcane sort of fireworks being protruded through this area upon the morning. You can see that across from you is what looks like a sandy oval uh, as a battlefield. And there seems to be a raised platform in the middle that has two platforms on either side raised that seem to house the mascot of each individual college, competing college, the inkling, the white and black inkling on the other side, and your side, a, um, a blue and red elemental that seems to be in the shape of a fox. Uh, at that, you also look around, you can see various moats of water around, and as all five of you step out, you hear the announcer just sort of announce your team. And for the Quandit Academy, we have Bray and the Quandarinos. And you watch as you guys walk out to a massive shout, and the other guys, um, walk out as well and you can see the Everinth Academy just sort of clapping poshly but Everinth sort of stands up as well the announcer says the Everinth Academy the, the Black and White Academy they're here with their excellent force as well and you watch as these five mages seem to walk out one of them seems to be an elf the three of them seem to be human and one of them seems to be like a mer person or, or some aquatic being and they start to sculpt some spells in like a flashy display of um, excellence and you watch as Frey says they're, they're a flashy sort of it's the art kids. It's- <laughs> Don't worry, we got this. Ranga just starts twirling some like frosty little fucking things there just to try and show a bit of intimidation there. Uh, Frey points to you and says, that's what I like to see. And you watch <laughs> he just like <laughs> eliminates his hand. And he goes, all right, we've got to take our starting positions. And you begin making your way up to uh, the starting podium. You guys need to roll initiative, but I'll only take your highest player's initiative. All right. Um, so your mascot sits atop your pillar. Okay. So the objective is to get to the other mascot, yeah? So it's capture the flag. Yeah, right. right. Yep. So the objective is to get to the other mascot and return it to your podium. If you do, you get one point. The winner is the person that has the most points at the end of the round. So once you score your point, the mascot magically appears back where it belongs. 
So the podium down. that you're standing on is probably about 20 feet up and it's surrounded by sandy floors beneath and you can see those moats of water um, are also there. You can see four brazier-like towers surrounding the inner circle of the map and you can see that they're probably standing about 40 to 50 feet high. Uh, the central column here is probably 10 feet off the ground that you can see there. And where your actual mascots are sitting, the square that they're on is about 10 feet in the air. Are the braziers yep. the only light source? No, it's daytime. Oh, right yeah, now. it's an open top stadium. All right, so you watch as this crowd goes wild and you watch as Frey just sort of gets into this three-point stance ready to go and he looks over his shoulder and he says, start your engines, boys. And you watch as um, the other team is just sort of still flashing off to the crowd. You can see them like waving and shooting these uh, jets of magic energy across the field and their, their team seems to be going wild and you can see a lot of the girls in the front row are just fawning over the players. But you guys are like battle, battle hardened. Here we go. At that initiative wise, you your team will go first and Frey says, all right, we're going to flank the mascot. I'm going to run straight down. I mean, Barnabas, let's create this wall. Let's go. And you watch as he starts running. Uh, you watch as he, uh, his his feet start to illuminate in flame and he just starts to run. And every footstep he takes seems to leave a, a footprint of fire. Just That's pretty cool. You watch as he leaps up in this jet of flame, almost like the end half of him starts to, to rocket. And he lands on the central platform. And you watch as he extends his hands in flame, ready to go. He used a dash action. What do you do, Barnabas? I'm taking his lead. I'm going to follow him right up beside him. All right, and you run up all the way beside him. Every step that Barnabas takes, you watch as he crunches the rock beneath him. And as you get to the 10-foot platform, you start to climb up a bit and you grab onto the side of it and you stand directly next to him. You watch as Frey says to you, all right, you see that corridor there? The ones that can't fly, they're going to be barreling through there and you're going to be my bottleneck. Can you stop him? And he points to you. That's what I was born for. My man, born to bottleneck in a mage tower arena. <laughs> Your day has come and he pats you on the shoulder. <laughs> the three of you uh, act at the same time. What do you want to yeah, do? Cool. Can Rengar get behind the brazier on the right-hand side there? Yep. yep. I am actually going to use uh, Ray of Frost, but it's going to be aimed at that gap there. Boom. On the ground. Okay. Like slippery. All right. Ash, ice, not ash shards. <laughs> these ice shards that just permeate through and you just rocket this uh, elemental energy directly up towards the floor and you yep. watch as it gets uh, slicked out. So how many squares would that cover? Probably just one because it is oh, just really? a cantrip. Yeah. Um, so, so half of that bottleneck is now covered in ice. Yep. I'll get you to just roll an attack because if it goes terribly wrong, it could be funny. Oh, cool. Yeah, perfect. It hits. You watch as this slick ice hits the floor and there's sort of these jagged edges along the, the side. Uh, Rengar now sitting at the bottom level. What do you want to do, Mr. Morvan and Gorgonbot? Did we want to play defense or? Yeah, well, I was going to uh, use my ladle to pour oil on this part just to make it slippery or something. Or I yell back. Like, he mentioned flyers. Fly. Yep. What do you got for flying? You watch as Frey yells out, hey, ladle, you might want to stay there and play defense. Yeah, I didn't want to move up. Mm. want to stop them running in. You're more the fly person. I can't fly, fly but I may be more of a movement person. So can I'm Ellie like, do anything to disorientate him or like? How big uh, is this mascot actually? Uh it's small. It's like the size of a teddy bear. So could Owly potentially? He absolutely could. So Morvan opens his portal dimension. Owly pops out. Yeah. Can I grab the thing? Your thing? The, yeah. You can try. Yep. He didn't explain any rules about that to you, so your character would be like. 
How how I big can, is it? Uh, it's literally like the size of a water bottle or a teddy yep. bear. It can be held in one hand like a rugby ball. Sweet. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to hold it. All right. So while Morvan sets his turn up, we cut the Gorgon board. You make your way up the stairs. You put your hand on top of the 10-foot the platform and you go to reach up to grab the uh, elemental. Roll a arcana check. All right. So as you grab through it, your hand just <laughs> waves straight through it. <laughs> And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought this was going to work. Well, You I'm, go to pick it up with your ladle. It doesn't work. Well, I'm staying here then. All right. You go do your thing, fellas. Oh, yeah. It's 60 feet of flight. Yep. That's uh, Morvan races to the edge of the platform that leads into the central column. So you watch as Ali darts from his uh, portal and begins hovering above the, the ice. He looks like he's making a beeline zoom for the mascot of the other team. Is that all your turns? I'm, I am actually just going to... They're coming from this way. Ranga's going to take a hide. I'm just going to hide behind this here and and uh, duck down in case anyone comes past. I can surprise them. All right. So you use your actions to sort of wave through. Yeah. Uh, so you are sort of just hidden behind the, the wooden totem that the mascot's on. 27. For 27 for stealth. And Ranga disappears into a foreign dimension. You find a shadow basically that's illuminated. Behind the, the brazier. Yeah, behind the brazier. You find a shadow. And as you enter that shadow... What does it look like as your Gloomstalker abilities kick in? Yeah, so the other guys wouldn't have seen this yet and new to new to me also. So I just literally, you see Rengar go into the shadow and as he enters the shadow, he... To like a, a mirrored maze, yeah. you can see him just fold into the space around. You can see this small wisp of black smoke that seems to permeate from the shadow where he entered and then that disappears as well, leaving no trace whatsoever. That then brings us to their term. You watch as the three... Human individuals begin to make their move. All right, so you watch as the three humans make their way across the to the central platform. Uh, two of the humans stop just before the ice, but the first one that comes through rushes straight through it. He's going to roll a dexterity save, uh, and he gets a five. So you watch as he slides <laughs> and is knocked prone directly onto the, the floor. You watch as the crowd on the red and blue side just go wild, and then you hear the announcer say, and the opponents have left an ice trap, and it seems that it has been balled off. And then they say, but the opponent that seems to have cast the spell is, well, he's disappeared. And at that, the other two, because he's not prone, he'll lose his action. The other two are going to cast, they're going to attempt to cast, or one is going to attempt to cast sleep on you, Barnabas. So 24 hit points of uh, sleep, basically. But what how sleep works is it has to exceed your maximum. So I believe 24 doesn't exceed your maximum. Does not exceed my maximum. So you watch as he weaves this white energy and pushes it towards your direction and you watch as these blinking dust like sand, like the, the the Sandman dust sort of falls down onto your shoulders and you sort of get a little bit sneezy and you just achoo, sneeze it away and it has no effect on you. You watch as the mage opens his eyes, looks to his companion and his companion turns to him, puts a hand on his shoulder and casts fly on him. Uh, so that's those three's turn. The mer person is going to move directly towards the left. He's going to jump off the podium, move towards one of the moats of water, and you watch as he weaves his hands into this massive wave and starts to protrude it upwards. And you watch as this water wall permeates directly across the entryway of the bottleneck and you watch as there's sort of like fish swimming through it as well, but it's constantly writhing like a wave or a shower. And you watch as he's concentrating on that, holding it there. At that, the elven individual, uh, you watch as they cast fly on themselves and they're going to begin to move upwards. So flying in the air, you watch as they start to arc their zoom around on the left-hand side, seeming to fly toward the um, the mascot on your side. That's their turn. Brings us to your turn. 
our mates up first. Frey can go first if you want, but yeah, you will act yeah. at the same time. It's the water wall in front of me, and I see the prone character. And I think it's a bit of a dog act, but I'm going to go and uh, try to headbutt him. So I'm just going to dive straight through the water wall, headbutting <laughs> the guy on the ground. All right, arms by your side, complete like through it. Flying whale. We'll, we'll call it salmon leap. All right, <laughs> salmon leap, go through it. Roll your attack. Uh, so as you jump through it, you feel the force of the water, almost like the the mer person user just increased the energy that he was using at the time. You sort of zoom up it a little bit, almost like being shafted up a waterfall. But then you muscle your way through using your giant Goliath body and you get towards the other side. Your head pokes out the other side of the wall and you just arc your back and headbutt him right across the bridge of the nose. Roll your damage. It'll be um, non-lethal though. I have a second action. I've headbutted him once and now I'm... Uh, you just want to punch I'm him. Strike him. <laughs> gotcha. Headbutt and punch. Four blunt damage. Okay, so as you strike these individuals or this individual mm-hmm. with a headbutt and then a punch, you hear just this the, the crowd that was previously roaring going like, ah, and you hear them just go dead silent. <laughs> you hear like one individual in the crowd on the red and blue side just alone go, yeah, <laughs> and then the rest of them start going up as well. Oh, shit. But you watch as the, the team on this side, the, the Black and White Academy, they sort of look to each other, not used to this sort of physicality during a game of Mage Tower. <laughs> And they're just like, you watch as they wheel their hand around as if to say, stay the fuck away. <laughs> These guys are punching. <laughs> he look, he's he's looking bloody. Like his nose is completely blooded. His he's front of his uniform is completely covered in crimson. And you watch as he sort of staggers back. He'll have to roll a concentration check for fly. Uh, he's fine. So you watch as he he just like twirls his hand and the, the one flying is still, still good. He's doing this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at that, after you've had your turn... Uh, Barnabas, you watch his phrase, just like, right on. <laughs> and he's going to, he runs directly towards the edge where he sees the mer person sort of controlling the water. And you watch as he uh, moves towards the wall of fire and creates this jet of fire of his own. Natural 20. <laughs> so you watch as he sculpts this spell of flame and you can see this serpent just sort of move up and then snake its way over the water. And you watch as it just starts to steam just and disappear. Um, you watch as he says, all right, let's go, go, go. Mascot time. Um, the three yeah. of you are up. So Gringo's going to get it apparate back mm-hmm. again, and he's going to scoot around to behind the next brazier. That's about um, 30 feet. Okay, cool. I'm just going to dash. Yeah, I'm just going to stand right behind the mer person and the Alvin. Well, from your stealth check, they only score a 15 on perception, so he's still concentrating on his wall that yep. just got uh, disapparated, so he cool. can't see you. Okay, cool. I stay. All right. Morvin, Gorgonbot. I'm standing my ground. No one's close to me yet. I'm going to just try and backflip and make myself seem scary. As you backflip in the spot, you watch as the, the portion of crowd that's directly near you start to cheer and you watch as they say to you, do another one. Come on, man, do another one. I'll use my second action. Do <laughs> another backflip. Roll an acrobatics check or athletics. Okay, so you turn around to the crowd. You like slow turn around to the crowd and not having this many fans before, you're just like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you do your backflip and you land it hold up gymnast style, style that isn't usually seen upon an orc and you watch as they all just fly their flags. You watch as this arcane image of you gets put onto posters. You know how the, the, the crowd sometimes have like a square poster that makes the whole picture? That turns into Gorgonbort's face. <laughs> I can picture Borbengort at the front with a poster as well. <laughs> no, he, he, no, he's at the front with like one of those trombones. He's guiding the band. 
Um, and then you watch as well as um, they start chanting, ladle, ladle. <laughs> so at that, uh, you can hold your action to do something if somebody comes within range as well because I, I won't make your – I'll say yep. your backflip was your movement. Yep. So what do you want to do if somebody comes close? Uh, well, it depends who's coming close. If the flying fella's coming close, I don't know how high they're going to be, so I probably can't do much about that. They have to at least dive to 10 feet to get the mascot. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of hidden. Actually, well, I wasn't. I did a backflip. Uh, well, I'll, yeah, I'll duck that back down so just so I'm hidden. And if anyone comes over, I will uh, ladle them. All right. Them Sounds good. You watch then. As you do the backflip, you duck behind the brazier, look towards the crowd and do like the shushing symbol. like, <laughs> And you watch as they start chanting ladle softer. <laughs> <laughs> so at that, Morvan, you're up. So Morvan's going to hold his ground. Ali is going to continue his 60 foot of flight. So he's flying 20 feet up in the air. Or how high was the mascot? 10 feet. It was 10 feet, yeah. So he's about another 10 feet above that. All right. With the mascot in his talons. And Morvan himself is going to cast slow. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to aim in the center of all the opponents. Slow time alters around up to six creatures I can choose. They have to roll a wisdom saving throw, uh, DC 15 save. Affected targets speed is halved. And then they get an action or a bonus action and no reaction. So you're targeting you three of them? Or six. 40 foot range. Oh, okay. Foot. So as you create your spell, what does your slow spell actually look like? You will be able to target them all. So I'll roll for them all. Uh, it looks from a central point sort of so like a mirage, a heat wave just goes around the area, um, but only the, the, the opponents are affected by it and they just seem to move at like a half speed as if they're underwater. Like they're traveling through water and you just see that like as they begin running. First one, which is the human on the ground will roll. It's a wisdom saving, isn't wisdom, it? Yeah, so prone doesn't doesn't affect him. Yeah. He fails though. You watch as he's going to get up and he just slows in his motion to get up. The one headbutted by uh, Barnabas also fails because uh, I'm guessing a 10. No, 15 yeah, is 15 is the DC. Yeah, so he goes to cast yet another spell, but unfortunately it doesn't go through. He fails too. The mer person fails as he was like weaving this spell. And then the last one, uh, that will be a 16. So that'll save. Yep. Uh, the other effect of this is if a creature attempts to cast roll a d20 on uh, 11 or higher, the spell does not take effect until the next turn. Okay. Uh, and if the creature must use this, and creature must use their action on that turn to complete the spell. So it takes two actions or two turns to do a spell on an 11 or higher cast. Yep. But yeah, that's a really good spell, really good use. So is that your turn done? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to move. But yep, everybody else had a go? Yep. Yep. Okay, so at that, you watch as the human down below that seemed to have cast the fly spell looks back and sees Owly uh, taking the mascot and you watch as he does a slow wheel and you watch as he's doing glyphs in his hand that you recognize more than his magic missile and he uh, exits three darts. Do cantrips do the same? If it's... Uh if it takes an action to cast okay, a spell. Okay, so he'll have to roll a d20. He gets a natural one. So you watch as he goes to blast Owly and you watch as these three darts permeate from his hand, but they are going super slow motion. Oh, sorry. It's uh, on an 11 or higher, the spell doesn't take effect. So a low roll is actually oh, okay. good. So right. he, it will work for him. All right, cool. Thank you. Yeah, Owly takes seven points of damage. Ooh, from the magic missile. Ali has one. Yeah, yeah. Ali's gone. 
So you watch as the it almost looks like a, a quill uh, of like you used to write uh, parchments with, and these three of them just hit Ali directly into the the chest, and you watch as that bird is hit, begins to fall down to the floor, spiral, puff into an arcane set of glyphs. He's gone, and you watch as the mascot just ding 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 tumbles onto the floor in position. So he mascot is pretty well floating in the water or sinking in the water. Yep, it arcanely floats in the water. Yep, in that position. Uh, so that was that one's turn. The other one is going to get up uh, half, half his movement, movement, which will be all his movement, I think, with slow. Uh, and that one is going to attempt to cast hold person on you, Barnabas. So you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, he has to roll a d20. Oh, yep. It's a seven. So the spell goes effect. Goes through. Goes through. So roll a wisdom saving throw. Okay, so you watch as you go to strike another attack on this individual that's controlling the fly and your fist is paused in motion. You look like a massive statue of stone. And he's just holding you there, like, attempting to hold back the vicious burst that's about to attack his comrade. So he'll slip through on the ice. As he's beginning to run through, he slips at Gorgonbort's, uh, sorry, Barnabas's feet. And you watch as he falls onto the floor as well. Flyer will continue to move. Uh, and as the flyer wheels around, they will use their dash action to go faster. And you watch as they skim across the water, leaving two trails behind them. The mer person, not seeing Rengar, you watch as he just goes invisible. Ooh. You will get an attack of opportunity. Sure. Will I get sneak attack, technically? No. You no. are hidden. Yeah. And it's an attack of opportunity. So, yeah. Do you get it on an opportunity attack, though? I'd say, yeah, if you haven't used it this turn. I have not. Um, cool. So it'll be a sneak attack, unarmed strike to the, where I assume is the center of his back. Go for it. You go to rile up this punch from a hidden position. So it'll be with disadvantage because of the invisibility. On him, that just misses. So you just, your fist comes out of the shadow and misses its target. You don't find purchase, but he's disappeared. All right, that's all their turns. Brings us to your turns now. No, sorry. With slow, they get to make a saving throw at the end of every each turn okay. as well. Okay, so, so I'll roll four. Cool. All right, so for the saves at the end of their turn, natural 20 on the one that's calling, casting hold person on Barnabas. So he succeeds. 19 on the one who had originally cast fly. A natural one on the one that's just slipped on the ice. The uh, mer person... 13, which misses as well. So a couple of them broke free. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one flying was unaffected, so he's still moving through. Uh, So the ones that are still affected are the ones directly next to Barnabas that slipped on the ice, uh, the human individual, and the elven individual that had cast fly. So that then brings us to your guy's turn. Yeah, no one's really near me yet, so I'm still just going to hang tight. Yep, you'll hold still, same as before. Can Morvan drop his slow cast plane sphere on his idol? Like it won't. On your idol, oh. yes. So it, basically no one can touch it because that's put a hand to fire. Yep, yep. So you watch as this flame sphere just <laughs> emulates around the um, elemental and it's just continually burning. Uh, it basically looks like the elemental itself just erupted. Uh, slow is no longer affecting anyone. Yep. So you watch as they immediately yeah, just like prone. like a Zack Snyder movie. Concentration, just, I can only do one con. Sure. So he's, uh, he's free. So Gorgonbort's uh, staying put. Morvan's had his turn. Barnabas, what are you doing? You're held. So you'll have to roll a save at the end of your turn. So roll that now. So if you uh, succeed, you won't get a turn, but 13 is exactly what you needed. So you go to pass through and it's almost like glass shattering as you break through the hold. Uh, Rengar, what are you doing? You oh, you already did your movement. Yep. Does have to hold, mate. Yep. Frey is going to see the guy that's in front of him. 
and he is going to cast a thunder wave to attempt to push him off the edge. Constitution save for the other guy, which is a 12, which will be unsuccessful. So he watches this lightning hits the ground. He punches the floor. And as the electricity like permeates up, it hits the guy that's at his feet that slipped on the ice. He bounces like he was on a trampoline and falls directly off the edge because he gets pushed back 10 feet and he splashes in the water. That then brings us to the mage's turn. The flying one is going to continue on its path. It's going to use a dash action to dip down and try and collect the idol. Uh, what does it have to roll to get through your flame sphere? Flame sphere, dex save of 15. Uh, he, he will fail, so he'll take damage. Well, while he's taking that damage, do I get to use my ladle there? Not yet, mate. Up. Seven Not yet. on the poor mage. Um, so he will get damaged by it. He'll pull his hand back. Okay, yeah. Um, but you watch from the other side of the field, this uh, officiating mage just seems to stand up and you watch as he counterspells your flame sphere after it damages somebody. So it disappears. But his action has been spent to try and grab it for this turn. What a jip. He hurt himself. Not even my fault. Whatever. It was meant to be a deterrent. Morven has a temper tantrum as the crowd from the other side, black and white, goes. Well, I'm, I'm doing the whole the the football, like the hands up in the air, like what? Mm. Breath. You could you could Harry Potter this that that him on fire. So that was his turn. Roll a perception check, please, Barnabas. You see wet, finned footprints moving past your location, still invisible, mm. but you can see them moving towards your idol, uh, your mascot, uh, as he's going that way. Uh, the one in the water is going to get himself out of it, and he's going to start running towards Rengar underneath the bridge. Uh, as he runs and sees you in range, you didn't hide on your last turn because you couldn't, he not. is going to cast Mage Hand to try and snatch the idol away from you. Uh, he rolls a natural 18, so you need to roll a, say, a sleight of hand check to try and, like, reef it away. And so you watch as the mage hand grips it and lifts it up uh, out of your hand. And then it pulls it back towards the individual. How far? 20 feet back to him, but he can't grasp it physically with his own hand. He's got it with a spell because it'll go straight through like right. uh, Gorgonbord did. Oh, so a spell can hold it. Hold you can own. lift, levitate, whatever, but he'll hover it five feet away from him. He's yeah. used all his movement, however, but he's going to try and return it to the tower next turn. You watch as he turns in the spot to try and run. Sure. The other dude in front of Barnabas is going to use Misty Step. He Misty Steps away from Barnabas and appears 15 feet in front of Morvan just uh, in this purple black energy that sort of comes off him like fading smoke, like dry ice. Uh, as he does that, the crowd erupts like, you hear the announcer say, it seems like there are some new tactics afoot for the Quandred College, taking a different approach from the huge. And at that, that then brings us to your team's turn. So you're going to do something a little bit new here and cast Zephyr Strike. Gives me an additional 40 feet of movement, top of Not. 30 feet. And then I still believe I can take dash after that as a bonus. Yep, as a rogue you can. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to, I mean, within range of him. Yep. And he's turned. Yep. Correct? So he's, he's back to me. Yep. This is force, force damage on a hit too um, with the strike. I'm going to like fairly Thump shove him. him hard. Yeah. Yep. So as your action, you can either shove him five feet or as your action, you can try and take the idol. Can't do both. I'm going to take the idol. All right. Uh, roll a, a, let's say, sleight of hand check. Contested against his arcana, you are successful. You watch as uh, Rengar, you just swipe the idol. He obviously won't see that. He he will know that something's not happening Left. with his mage hand, though. Yeah, cool. And I have now still 60 feet of movement. I uh, move behind the brazier closest to our idol location, and I 
vanish into the shadow behind Very it. good. After taking the idol yourself, the crowd going wild as well. You watch as the, the opposing team starts to panic a little bit and you watch as they start to converge on forces. It's the rest of your turn now. What happens to the idol when it's returned to our thought? You we get a win. point. And you win. One point to win, that's it. Well, it's timed, but as you look towards the sand timer, you can see that it is almost over. So this is a very close match. Oh, I'll head back then. I'll let the other guys know that I've seen some hey, wet footprints over here. There's the mer person. Frey says to you, cut him off. Right, I'll cut him off. So run at him and lariat of justice. So arms out, dive again. Just try to find him with both arms out wide. So it's like a- Go for it. We're going for a grapple here. So uh, I'll roll your athletics check with disadvantage because he is invisible, but you do know where he is. Did you beat an eight? That's an 18 for a disadvantaged athletic. Okay. Because if this boy bested a uh, Goliath in physical prowess, he would be the king of the school. But this fish has no chance. The fish has no chance. <laughs> it was not meant to be. So you go and watch as this uh, fishy footsteps begin running directly towards where your idol is. You then uh, basically arms out, tackle him rugby style right around the feet. He's extremely slippery, but you do manage to grapple him. Uh, he's currently grappled. That's your turn. Gorgonbort's waiting, uh, ready to go. They're not flying anymore, are they? He is within your reach uh, because he had to swoop down to try and get the, the idol. So if you wanted to move over to him and gonna, ladle him. Yeah, I'm going to move over to him and try and grab him to feed him. I'm basically <laughs> going to pretend to feed him with my label. And, and if he tries to escape, well, then I'll hit him with my ladle. <laughs> go for it. Um, so as you go over to try and feed him with your ladle. Oh, oh, it's a one, but I'm feeling like <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you go to grab this individual, you watch as you grab his leg to start off with and he kicks you away. But then you're like, I'm not being bested by this little fuck. And then you just <laughs> grab both of his legs and pull him down. Uh, and you have him grappled there. Yeah. I'm just going to donk him on the head. Yeah. You just continually donk, 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 donk on the head. And it rings out through the crowd. Where's as the well. idol? Where's the idol? Where's the idol? <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> so at that, that brings us to Frey's turn. Frey's going to go across the pathway to attempt to go to the, um, the opposing team's tower. But on the way, he's going to cast another Thunder Wave on the mage that's concentrating on the fly spell. For the save, you watch as he maintains his footing. He will still take some damage, however, which is a natural 19, so he'll succeed. Uh, so non-lethally, just concentrating on the push, which uh, isn't affected, but lightning damage does 11 points of damage, and he'll have to roll a concentration check, which he will fail. So you watch as the guy that Gorgonbord is holding directly slips out of fly, the spell broken. Uh, Frey says, all right, Return the idol. This is the home streak. We've got this. Um, he flishes his mullet in the in the shining sun as he's ensured victory by his new team members. Morvan, you're up. Hold him out. Hold him out. One more turn's all I need to get it back. That's it. Well, Morvan is going is going to trust that Rangar can get it with his Zenf strike. He will, seeing that he can actually use magic on his own idol, is going to move back uh, within range, grab his idol with a mage hand, and let you just push it 30 feet in the air because no one's in, with fly. Not anymore. Yeah, so he's just going to hold it basically above the heads. Yep. Dangling well. a carrot yeah. in front of him. Um, no roll required. Mage hand moves over to the idol, grabs it, lifts it up into the air. Yep. So they need to fly again or contest a mage hand to bring it down. Yep, so with it being their turn, two of them are going to try and break grapple. First one with Gorgonbort. Roll an athletics check, please, Gorgonbort. Oh, it's a nat 20. It's 25. <laughs> All right, so how do you keep him in place as he attempts to wriggle away? Ray Mysterio. Uh, as, <laughs> as he like run, runs around and kind of like, you know, he uh, comes in and wraps his body around. He's basically just hugging his torso, kind of doing that, holding his arms. And just I've basically just snaked him. 
cool. You've snaked nice. around him. The crowd's still chanting ladle. The other one's going to try and escape um, Barnabas. You have to beat an 18. 19. Oh. Oh. He goes yeah. to wiggle out and it's almost like trying to keep hold of soap as it's slipping through your so, fingers. This wet uh, mer person just he <laughs> tries to slip away. But as he goes, you just grab on the edge of his robe and just yank him back down to the floor. You hear a bone on stone crunch and you see a tooth turn uninvisible and just chip away. And bounce across the floor. Those two have had their turns now. The one fighting Frey is going to attempt a... He's going to attempt to hold person him. So Frey will roll a save and Frey fails. So you watch as he's held. uh, And as he's held, he's going to now use his movement to run away from Frey. And he's going to attempt to try and intercept the idol that he sees floating in the air in the distance with the mage hand. But he's well away in terms of range. The guy that was chasing Rengar, so now he realizes that he's gone. He will use his last third level slot to cast Fly on himself and he's going to attempt to keep going towards Rengar to try and take the idol off of him. Game over, boys. I just yell out, game over. All, all people see is is Rengar go out of the shadows and then in the next minute he is bang next to the idol. Almost like a sonic boom, you watch as this circular piece of energy moves from the shadows. And then a body moves through this almost portal and you can see it like a sonic boom, just this needle of, of sound just emanates through and you reappear back onto your podium. You use your last reach to place the inkling on your podium and at that you watch as red and blue fireworks just illuminate from the tower. You watch as all spells are immediately cancelled and dropped. And you watch as the mages get themselves back up. The uh, mermaid one in Barnabas's grip, now missing a tooth and bleeding down half of his face, he gets up and he says, ah, you're a very big student. Always have a fondness for magic. What's your specialist school? Rock. Rock and roll. <laughs> and you watch as he stands up, finds his tooth and attempts to put it back in as the uh, Everinth team regathers. You watch as Frey makes his way towards you guys and holds up a high five. He's like, Oh, my God, we did it. Hands, hands in, boys. Yeah, buddy, yeah. <laughs> Gives you guys a high five. He's like, see, Mage Tower's where it's at. If you guys ever <laughs> want to make it onto the professional circuit, you come and see me. Okay, I've got the, I've got the contacts. We've got this. Look, there's going to be a party tonight, and you guys are going to be the guests of honor, you know, if you're not too busy. We do have things to attend to immediately, <sighs> but we may be back. Fair enough, Daddy-O. You know that uh, <laughs> Daddy-O. once you get over the age of 30... Nights after 8 p.m. is just not your thing. I understand. Look, thanks for all your help today. We couldn't have done it without you. Different approach to usual, but um, we sure showed those Everinthers. So thank you. And while this is happening, the crowd is still cheering. You hear the announcers announcing the victory. The fireworks is still going. You look over into the crowd and you can see Bourbon Gord is just like jumping up in the air and he says, I guide them. I guide them. <laughs> and at that, you watch as uh, the announcer says, and the new mysterious stru- students for Conjured Academy have found that Frey's team is victorious and bragging rights and the trophy go to Quandred. Uh And at that, you watch as the crowd erupts and you guys begin making your way back towards the locker room uh, with Frey having an arm over Barnabas and an arm over Rengar, uh, his mullet waving in the breeze as you do so. As you get back to the locker room and you're doffing your armor back on, you hear a knock appear on the door. And as the door opens, you can see standing there a tall, uh, slender figure that seems to have like an emo haircut of black. He's wearing his white and black robes from before and you can see that it is the elven mage that captained the team before. He stands up to Frey and says, Frey, I've noticed that you have uh, changed the clientele of your team. 
and you watch as Frey says, yeah, what of it? What of it, Drax? And you watch as this gentleman called Drax sort of stands up and says, I was just wondering if I could see the enrollment papers for these individuals on your team. And Frey is just, he stands up and he says, these guys have been here for this, like they're exchange students. They're exchanges from, um, where were you from again, guys? Uh, a long way away. Delaventire. Roll a deception check. Okay, so as you say that, you hear the spirits in your voice say, that's not a fucking place. <laughs> um, and at that, you watch as one eyebrow raises on this gentleman called Drax and he I, says- I say we're, we're from the, El- where's the Elven place? Elmira. Elmira. Yeah, Do he I says, Delaventire. And yep. then he hears Rangar say, Elmira. And he raises his eyebrows. Elves from Elmira. We've come a long way. Seems you have. Well, if there is something fishy here and you beat my team by unorthodox means, I will find it. And rest assured, we'll claim our trophy back. Before you you go, Drax, if we shall find that there's been some foul play with some other members of this thing, we will all all do the same. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm sure you don't. Insight, you don't need it. He's lying. Yep. You can, you, he's not practiced in the art of lying, yeah, but you can see that he's he's starting to get flustered. Yeah, my thread is my thread is true. You'll be hearing from us as well. Frey, you won't hear the last of me. And as he like leaves and uh, exits, you watch as he trips over like a mop bucket, and he's sort of like, <laughs> "Get out of my way!" And he's like, moves his way out. And Frey turns around, claps his hand, and says, "What a knobhead! Oh my god!" Um, so yeah. yeah, you guys had some stuff to do. We don't have to roll, do we? We do. <laughs> so we probably burned no, a few spell slots there. Oh, I did. You did. Huh? I've been through some luckies. Yeah. <laughs> he says to you, the, uh, the sport of Mage Tower, it um, gets the blood boiling. But all in the name of fun and games, I bet you feel well rested. I bet you feel rejuvenated. It's the effect of the stadium. Anything you spend here, it's, uh, huh? it's given straight back to you. There you go. They don't want you exhausted for your studies after competing, so they... They keep you fortitude up, and I'm sure that's as important as anything for, for old Barney over here. Barney's not excellent regardless. <laughs> You're a stone wall, and it's the reason they call you the rock. We've got the rock, the ladle, you, Morvan. Well, thank you, young Frey. Uh, I think we'll be on our way and tend uh, to our business and see you later on. Look, just quietly as well, if you did want to come back, I will gladly kick out the rest of this team and have you on permanent because <laughs> uh, that was just a show. That was great. Oh, my God, guys. You go do what you got to do, and if you ever need anything at Quandred, I'm your guy. Thank you. Oh, you're a debt of gratitude. And he holds the trophy up, gives it a kiss, and he says, I'm going to be pouring some ale into this tonight. I mean, um, apple juice. More than queries, uh, what uh, spell slots does he have access to? Uh, I'm always keen for more spells, even if it was helpful in another game of Mage Tower. I look to the guy's shape. He looks to you and he says, you teach me that, um, and he imitates that. Mm. You teach me that and I've got something that I can teach you. Easy. Hit me up. You watch as you guys take your leave. Yeah, daddy-o. <laughs> as you uh, do leave and you make your way back to the heart of the academy, you are met with uh, Bourbongort and he looks to you guys and he says, that was an impressive feat. I haven't seen a game of Mage Tower like that and since, well, since my creation. You said that you had jobs to do. I'm here to... Um, Guide you to the edge of the academy, and then I will bid you farewell. Oh, why can't you leave the academy? Uh, the academy isn't there plenty of uh, your type to go around? They wouldn't. They wouldn't uh, miss a. Have you tried to leave? 
well, no, my programming is to guide people within the academy. If I tried to leave, I would not have a purpose outside of these walls. But your program also called you A57 before, and now your name is <laughs> now your name is Borbengort. Borbengort the Named. The first of my kind to bequeath the gift of the name. Roll a persuasion check. Since our creation from the forge, no automaton has left the academy. No guidance automaton, at least. Borbengort will be come. the first. You just come with us. <laughs> I will attempt it. <laughs> with your guidance, I will attempt it. I and he watches, he's getting really excited. It's, it's with your guidance. Shorts out. Uh, Morvan is Morvan's cool. excited to see it himself. It's all right. We'll get another one. A58 can be. <laughs> First of his kind. Lanabus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he does guide you outside the, the walls of the academy and you begin walking through that main thoroughfare with the torches that, that led you into this that you saw from the elevator led into this area from the hillside you can see the expanse of cadmia beyond you can see what looks like a a dock ward and you can see various different statues throughout the city from this raised location made of stone that seem to have been frozen in time you also see a couple of different tall structures that seem to be like watchtowers throughout the city and you see the whole place seems to be walled and it's pretty expansive um from what you you notice you watch as you begin to leave the main gate that you can see is this large arcway that seems to be nestled between these two mountain tops or two hillside tops. You watch as um, Borbengort stops there, watches as you pass through into the main thoroughfare of Cadmia. And he looks down towards his feet, looks down towards the academy, and looks at you guys. He takes a step outside. His foot meets the cobblestone. And he looks around to all of you guys. He holds out his arms, his golden form, and he says, I have done it. And as he says that, you watch as this arcane zap just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And I just look at all three of you and go, Bob and God! <laughs> Rookies. You watch as Gorgonbot falls to his knees, crying to the ceiling of the of the heavens, and you see this black scorch mark on the floor. Oh! You can see as well, probably 15 feet back in the direction of Wissonia, this arcane light just illuminates. <laughs> And then he's positioned there with his arms out and he looks around confused. And you watch as he starts walking his way back towards the academy. Well, you figure that out and we'll go get <laughs> we'll go get some stuff. He turns around and he says, Oh, I'm sorry. Are you attempting to visit the academy? Oh, I am A57. I've reset him. I will be your guide if you require. Uh listen, you know everything about this academy. Before we leave, uh your your type, your your beings, are they is there like a memory bank? We have whatever memory bank that the central hub decides for us to have. Any knowledge downloaded into the Arcanum, it is inserted into our processing unit as it is required. Great. We can get it back. But Side the- quest. <laughs> <laughs> Onward. Can we uh But let's go You guys begin traveling into town. I believe you're separating, aren't you? No, uh, we're all going go. we we go go to go. We're going to go to the blacksmith. Okay, so you make your way to the center of town. Basically, you're just finding your way to the middle area of town. You can see there is a large sprawling marketplace, and from there you are directed by a patron to the forge, which is uh, the temple to Nicestus, which you can see is literally like an anvil-shaped temple made of iron. That You can see there's a large hammer on top of that seems to emulate the forge. You can see that there are orange glows that seem to come out of every single orifice and seems to steam like a... Um, production factory that does it for this week's episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey 
Tune in next time to catch up with our heroes. And make sure you're also following our socials at Instagram so you can keep up with all the show announcements, artwork, episodes, and giveaways. We can't wait to hear from you. And remember, share this podcast to anyone who can't get enough of good stories, geeks out over narrative roleplay, and loves D&D. We'll see you next time.